Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to See Through Panel, a comic book discussion podcast. My name is Cole Harvey. I am here with Fahed Robin. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about Keith and Jeremy's Mystical Mysteries, a uh, webtoon. Written by Snowy Locks, and it follows the adventures of Keith Davis and Jeremy Dubois, uh, who are two enterprising boy detectives who will take on any case they can get, even the weird ones. And the artists vary throughout the, the webcomic. Um, the original artist was Alyssa RG, and then um, the second artist is Silver Thinks. This uh, comic was uh, sent to us via Instagram by snowy locks who's a listener of the podcast and he requested that we review it so that's why we're um kind of talking about it so uh yeah let's kind of get straight into it i guess uh what were your initial impressions cole um well first off before i forget i actually i guess i haven't read i think i just read the last chapter that eliza uh draws yeah and so i didn't know that uh she Hops off of our duties. duties. Yeah. I'm kind of sad to hear that because I really had grown fond of her style. But um, I'll get to that in a bit. Um, I so just before I get going, I read to the end of the second story, uh, the Sigrid story. Yeah. Um, I liked the Sigrid story a lot more than the first one. I thought there was a lot of growth uh, in terms of both the art and the writing. I I I think I I quite enjoyed this webtoon, even though it's not my typical fare what about you yeah i so so we've been trying to record this episode for about six months or so and just so i think i've read this webtoon about six times and i think um familiarity is kind of bred contempt a little bit i think i remember the first two or three times i read it i quite enjoyed it i think i was just sick of reading it by the time we've actually come down to discuss yeah. it. So I think um, I agree with you. This is not something that I would, if it was in, I don't read a lot of webtoons or uh, comics on tapas or anything like that. So this isn't my typical fare anyway. If I saw a, you know, a, a manga like this on the bo- a bookshelf of a, a bookshop or a library i wouldn't necessarily pick it up it you know it's not really the sort of thing that i'd typically read but yeah it's it's um it's enjoyable you know it's enjoyable yeah i definitely think i've actually this is only my either second or third reread while attempting to yeah. do this um and i think this time is when i've enjoyed it the most i i thought originally it was a bit of a kid story because it's, it's pretty pg but then they come out with some curse words and some jokes about hentai. And, uh, I remembered that it, it, it is not a kid's story, even though it's a pretty, um, it's about two, two young boys. And, um, it's, it's, I would say it's fairly kid friendly, except for those few <sighs> jokes, yeah. which always kind of made me a little, it always caught me off guard. Yeah. I think there's a fair amount of bad language in the book yeah. uh, i think I'm, I'm not too sure if that's kind of deliberately playing around with using the language of a or the artistic language or the artistic um kind of art uh, iconography of a book that looks like it's aimed at kids and then kind of playing around with some of the expectations around that i wasn't too sure how much i wasn't too sure of the intention was it of it was to kind of parody or satire 
these adventure comics like you know so, so, i'm thinking of something um in the vein of like um uh what's the name of that adult swim cartoon the venture bros oh, yeah. it's like, is it something like that or is it kind of attending to be an actual you know this person telling a story that's more kind of grounded so i mean uh, about the story itself it's about um keith and jeremy the titular heroes and they're they're basically a scooby-doo style um mystery investigating squad um they 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 investigate these mysteries that occur in their town and the the first mystery that they have to tackle is um uh, that there's a burglary and the the person that's been burgled um hires them to track down a a missing item essentially so that's kind of where we get started and it get go you know we get thrown into kind of um uh magical and uh sort of supernatural mayhem from there on in i think it definitely clicked with me for the second chapter i really didn't the first chapter was i i guess technically a like a mystery but it was more of like um more like a getting the team together where you're introduced to a it feels like a, almost another primary character in yeah. Sion, I think it is. Um, oh, Sion, however you pronounce Sion, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I liked it. It was definitely a lot shorter than the first one. At least it felt like it was. Um, and it took me a while to get used to kind of how the story plays out in the sense that um, how the pacing works with a webtoon like this, because I'm not really used to reading yes. webtoons and the pacing is fast like very quick and very bite-sized chunks and i'm not really used to that do you read a lot of webtoons i like don't that? i don't i don't read a lot of um webtoons and i think there's kind of one one or two we've we've done it a few on the show and i think there's a, one or two ways that you can go go with it you can kind of either have each page um tell its own story or you can kind of slow really really slow things down and they very much went in the direction of each page being quite action-packed lots of action going on in there um you know zip zap zoom and i think yeah the pacing is something where i do feel that they could have afforded to maybe take the time a little bit longer but maybe that's kind of you know you kind of when you're, you're writing these sort of things maybe that's the sort of thing that he likes or they like to i don't actually know whether snowy locks is a boy, girl, intergender, or whatever. So let's just use the word they. Whether they—that's the sort of thing they like to read. Um, so yeah, in terms of the pacing, it is very, very, very quick. Maybe too hectic yeah. at times. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the, the fast pace. It's just sometimes it would throw me off a little bit how quickly we were moving and the, the cuts between the chapters. I would get a little bit lost. Yeah, I was I was binge reading this. If I was reading this on a on a weekly schedule or how it seems like they put it out almost weekly, um, then I would probably have to reread chapters beforehand because the cuts are so abrupt and there's it's just so fast. And uh, I did enjoy that, but it's definitely an acquired taste for me. Um, yeah, I, I want to get a little bit into the art too. Yeah, I mean the art is yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, like the first thing I want to say is. I think the first couple of screens or pages are a bit rough for me. Um, I think I don't know why, like the quality is so different. At least when I was reading on my iPad and I've kind of checked on my MacBook screen as well, it seems to be in slightly lower resolution 
than the rest mm. of the pages and especially with the lettering i found it kind of quite difficult i found it quite off-putting to be honest with you kind of those 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 first two pages it kind of i i don't know why it's kind of been rendered in slightly lower quality and the lettering for me was quite jarring to read at times i couldn't quite make out it's kind of it's almost like you're squinting at it at some point but you know the, the art apart from those first couple of pages is is really quite nice yeah i i actually didn't catch that because i'm just reading this on uh either on my phone or a tablet most of the yeah. time and um I, I i quite like eliza's art i think yeah it gets a little rough at the beginning but as you go through it she definitely evolves as an artist and she's kind of got comic book storytelling down pat which i like because in a lot of webtoons um it's just a vertical scroll and there's not a lot of play with panel structure or, or yeah, panel structure or um or or, or or scene changes and things like that but in this uh webtoon she actually does kind of keep it to almost a traditional comic page a lot of the time yeah where she's yeah it's not just that those vertical scrolling block panels but i think she's got all of it down like she her characters are consistent from all angles she she knows how to do a, a reveal. She knows how to do to switch between the realistic faces to kind of the anime expressionistic emotions, you know, where like of the mouth yeah. is half the face and all that. And I, I really like that. I like her. Uh, she's definitely got a manga influence style that yeah. I, I vibe with. Yeah, I've, I again, I don't read as much manga as you do. So, um, yeah, sometimes like it can be a bit. Like when people are doing manga from like a Western perspective, it can be a little bit too, but I think she manages to capture the tone of the comic of the story that um, Snowy's written quite well. The, you know, the character does, you know, I, I quite enjoyed the way she animates the faces of the characters is really clear expressions on, on the faces of the characters. Um, and she does this clever thing where she's quite good at, hiding what the characters are feeling but you can tell the emotions that the, the character's trying to hide if that makes sense oh, kind yeah. of like they don't want to reveal to the other person that they're feeling sad or anxious or angry about something she's quite good at doing that especially kind of in the second story um uh, uh Sion, I, be, I believe it's called and but yeah and there's um you know she, she does action quite well as well as like comedy too so she do, i think she does um I, I don't know if she's she was paid to do this or not but i could easily see her kind of like making making a living doing this as a prof professional uh comic artist yeah i definitely think she's capable of of uh of having a making a career out of this if she wanted to because i think there was kind of an evolution on almost every chapter where by the end of of uh her run i suppose which must be 70 78 or 79 chapters yeah yeah, she's like a whole new artist in my it's, opinion. She's much more consistent. It's a, sh it's a shame that you haven't, um, you didn't read, uh, what was it called? The latest one, because even though it's by a different artists, I think that's for me probably my favorite one of the stories um, because there's some kind of quite clever, uh, there's some kind of quite clever conceit at the center of it. Um, and, you know, that's the, the, the art is. Yeah, I kind of got used to Elisa's art, and while Silver Sphinx's art is is quite good, it's always a bit jarring when you get a kind of change, um, change like that, especially because they render the the characters quite differently. Um, 
as well. One thing I do want to kind of mention a, a little bit quickly is the lettering. I don't think for me the lettering uh, throughout isn't anything special, and I did find that on some panels it was occasionally um, difficult to follow the the flow of the conversation. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where I think there's maybe occasionally a little a few too many words on the page, but you know, that's, um, that sometimes happens, uh, with these things. It was never overly too bad, but I did feel kind of some, sometimes is that thing where the, you know, the, the action of the page is quite heavy. And then there's also kind of quite a lot of lettering on there as well. And then unless you're really clever with that, that can kind of, it can kind of make it a bit of a headache to look at. Especially in like the vertical scrolling comics. Yeah. I think you have a lot more room to put the lettering down without, getting in the way of the art or like making it difficult, but it's probably a, a difficult thing to adjust to. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they have it entirely down. I think the balloons themselves are huge and the lettering is like normal yeah. size. Yeah. I think that's part of that. That's kind of a manga style, isn't it? A lot of like translated yeah. mangas do have these massive balloons and then there's like a little bit of text in there. And that's sometimes occasionally that's a holdover of, you know, Japanese uh, uh, lettering kanji um, takes up a little bit more space, and sometimes that's a deliberate choice as well. I know, kind of, um, some letters will 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 do that deliberately because they want the um, the words to have a specific impact. But I don't think that was kind of like the case here. Sometimes, so I think lettering is an is an art in itself, and it does. Yeah, you know, I think it would maybe pay to come kind of get a separate letter on board to kind of play around with it rather than just leaving it to to the you know to, to one artist to do or maybe snowy does the lettering himself i'm not entirely what well, snowy does the lettering themselves i'm not entirely sure but yeah i think the lettering for me if there's one standout thing that could be improved it would definitely be the lettering if it's the artist doing the lettering i could maybe see why the balloons are larger because it, it covers up some art and maybe helps with you know, uh, deadlines and it, yeah. it, it, all in one type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. But if Snowy is, is lettering this over the art, and I feel like it's almost a detriment to the artist to cover up this much of their art with empty word balloon space. Yeah. I mean, it does get a lot better throughout. So, um, but some of those early chapters are kind of a little bit rough. Should we, we should maybe kind of talk about um, Keith and Jeremy's characters a little bit. Um, so Keith is this, he's basically the heavy muscle. He's this hot headed type person. And, um, Jeremy is kind of a softer spoken, more intellectual type. Um, how, how did you find their characters? Um, I thought they were good. I thought they were pretty compelling and I like their dynamic. I, I think they're, uh, a pretty clever duo for a type of Scooby-Doo type situation. Yeah. I, I enjoy them on their own, but I think I like them better with uh, Scion or Sion or yes. whatever. With yeah. them, I think it, it's better as a trio. I I also really love Keith's mom as a character. I think she brings a lot to the. I think she helps show off the the differences between Keith and Jeremy when they're both interacting with her. Yeah, I, um, I agree with that. There, there was a couple of things about their relationship that I was a little bit kind of confused about. So. <sighs> In the in the blurb that I just read out, uh, it mentions that they are thirty, well, thirteen and eleven years old. They come across a lot older than that. I was thinking maybe, especially um, 
Keith. Keith. I thought he was maybe like 17, 18 years old. And um, maybe Jeremy was around 12, 13, especially because I think there's one scene early on where to me it appears that they're going out on the on the lash, they're going out boozing. Yeah, stuff. You, so, yeah. Was it, I had a question about that too, because is that that's probably supposed to be like not beer then, but it or seemed maybe like, like yeah, it seemed like they were he, yeah, I don't know. I'm I not don't sure know. either. Because it'd be an interesting choice for the twelve year to show the twelve year old getting drunk or eleven yeah, year old, eleven year old getting drunk, and kind of that's the other thing that kind of confused me a little bit earlier on as well as kind of all of them look like. Sion, Jeremy, and Keith all look pretty similar ages to me. So I didn't. There's a there's a there's a part early on where um, I keep on getting them confused. Keith kind of shouts quite loudly at Sion for doing something, and um, Jeremy's like, "Oh, you, you, why are you shouting at that kid for?" And so you all look kind of like the similar age. To if me, anything, so, I would yeah, think yeah. he's older. Is Sion, yeah, but... yeah. So it's just kind of one of those things I found a little bit um, confusing. About I don't know what what you felt. Uh, I thought it was a little strange. Yeah, I I didn't put much stock into it after the first story, but it, on the original story, I do remember getting to that part with the beer bottle and being like, I'm not sure what's going on. Is it like a joke that he's? I I don't I don't really know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the second I think the second story just flowed a lot better for me and kind of showed that they were you know children the way that you know all the adults are like you can't be doing this you guys are kids none of the stuff you're doing makes any sense and they basically have to listen to everyone else and they do but um one thing i do i almost forgot to mention that i do think worked was a lot of the humor in this worked for me a lot of it didn't but a lot of it did so i'd say probably well probably 60 40 i think 60 percent of it did some of it i felt what was kind of half-hearted but a lot of the times the gags would kind of um, actually work for me and, and bring me more into the story. But when they missed, they kind of pulled me out a little bit and I could just, it was kind of thin. The writing was kind of, I don't, I don't think that they'd earned a lot of the jokes, but when they did earn them and it worked in the story, I, I actually got a few actual laughs out of me, which is pretty hard to do with comics for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would, that for me, I think this is maybe, I felt like I was missing a lot of the jokes because I think a lot of the jokes maybe felt referential to um, manga comics that I hadn't read before or hadn't heard about. So it's kind of, I, I felt there was a lot of jokes and they were, this feels like it's referring to some other material that I'm not maybe aware of. Um, I did, I, I, I do think kind of Keith's quite a funny character, this uh, kid that's just, prepared to punch punch his way out of almost any problem um rather than kind of think his way through logically is kind of like oh if there's something in my way i'm just gonna play i i, I, I quite like characters like that <laughs> um mm-hmm. their, their first their first instinct is kind of violence um so i i, I did like uh their uh that you know that about um the character um, what did you think of their relationship? Do you think it's going to kind of maybe blossom into something romantic? I have no idea, honestly. I, I don't... Because there's kind of slight overtones, especially in the second story of kind of that mirroring between... Um, what's the name of the mother? Uh, uh, Alex? Alex's relationship with the ghost. Sigrid, yeah. Yeah, with Sigrid in there. 
um, between like Keith and Jeremy's relationship. To... Yeah, there is, and I, I also was was noticing the the semi romantic stuff with Alex and Sigrid, but I had not thought about because there is a lot of like thematic um, linking of the of the two couples of characters. Um, I hadn't thought about the way that crossed over. Um, I would be fine with that. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I, I guess you've read more than me, right? Have you read the entire third? No. I've, okay. um, yeah, so the... Oh, which where? How far did I get? I got up to... So that the last arc I read was basically they've... Um, there's a man that's kind of turned up and he's lost his memory, I think, is the, first, is the last one that I read. And that was quite an enjoyable arc because it's kind of... The bad got so basically each story kind of features a supernatural element, and I particularly liked the mechanic that they employed um, in the third story. I thought that was kind of quite clever writing, um, and kind of made for kind of quite a uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like an ominous kind of like threat to the group, which I kind of quite enjoyed. So yeah. That I, I kind of quite like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to read the next chapter because I'm curious. But yeah, um, one thing I also almost forgot: uh, Nurse Tony. I thought he was hilarious most yeah. of the time he was on the page. Yeah, great character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. just he, he's the real only one that's like these guys are kids. Why do we listen to anything they say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like uh, yeah. It's, I, I I I did enjoy that. It's just in. I wasn't too sure in the world in which this takes place, whether like supernatural things are kind of a quite common knowledge and whether or not kids doing this sort of thing is acceptable or not. And kind of having Tony there to kind of ground it down a little bit more in reality, I felt kind of helped, um, help square things out a little bit for me. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's a, that's a good shout there. I would, that's a good point though. I was confused too pretty much through the whole thing, whether this was normal for these kinds of things to be happening. Cause people are surprised when they happen, but not that surprised. Like the dragon, they were like, Oh shit, a dragon. And yeah. But it wasn't, didn't really go f- much further than that. <laughs> yeah. It's got, okay. There's a dragon. Um, and yeah, there's kind of ghosts and thing, thing, things of that nature. Uh, and then, you know, there's quite extensive use of magic as well. So that's, yeah, uh, that's also kind of quite interesting. Um, I think we've been kind of t- talking about this for about 25 minutes now. I, like for me, look, I don't think it's aimed at, at me. I think it's probably aimed at people that enjoy reading, um, manga a little bit more than I do. I thought it was that after my, I think I'll give you my opinion after my first couple of times of reading it. I thought it was a fun adventure story, um, that's worth checking out. After my sixth time of reading it, I got kind of got fed up with it a little bit. <laughs> um, so I, I so I'll kind of like take that as 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 you will. I think it's definitely worth checking out. It's um, I don't want to sound snide by saying this, but it's pretty competent storytelling, which I don't think uh, it's it's harder to do than than you think. I think Keith and Jeremy have got um, uh, they're interesting characters with a an intriguing intriguing dynamic. Will be kind of interesting to see how their relationship develops kind of um, going, going forward. And yeah, there's kind of like, there are some, you know, Snowy does kind of write some clever, uh, he uses some intriguing and inventive uses of um, 
uh, magical bad guys as well. Yeah, I I thought uh, I would probably agree with most of that. Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun like adventure romp. Uh, interesting characters all the way through. Um, not super deep. Uh, I don't mean that as an insult or anything, but I mean there is. It's w- what you see is what you get. There's not there's not a lot of heavy themes or or uh, subtext or anything, which is not an issue. I, I like that. I like you know reading something I can just pick up and and have a good time and put it down. Yeah. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah, I'm not a big webtoon reader or anything, so I don't know like what the average competency is on there for storytelling. But this feels like it was pretty well done. I mean, we did kind of like early on, we did review a couple of webtoons where one of them was really well written. And then the other one had kind of like serious. Yeah. Yeah. Serious thoughts. So I think this kind of sits somewhere in the middle between those ones. Um, I think um, the art is really good. I think, I think, I think we kind of mentioned that we both really enjoyed um, the, the art throughout. I mean, there's kind of some technical issues, especially early on in terms of like the, the quality of the rendering um, yeah. on some of those early pages. And there's some issues around the, the lettering as well. But apart from that, I think it's, it's really quite strong. And the dialogue is hit more often than miss um, as well. So yeah, I think it's, it's well worth checking out if you're into your, into your web tunes. Yeah, definitely agree. It's, it's also available on um, Tapas as well, but I think the the Webtoon app is slightly better. Cool. Um, any any closing thoughts? Uh, no, other than in terms of just the podcast in general, I'm attempting. I'm attempt. I've had some strange health and technological problems, um, but I'm attempting to get back here weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, we, we're trying to get back weekly. Um, Cole is currently trying to update his uh software uh he's of course an android no um (laughs) no we've had kind of like some some technical um issues and i've started a new job which means i'm not as available to uh, whereas before i could kind of record whenever now i'm kind of working and um cole has now got a job and uh a lot of stuff has happened but we'll we'll try and get back onto a weekly recording um thing um so yeah guys uh, if you've got any other webtoons that you think we should we should check out um please email us at um seethroughpanel at gmail.com or you can direct message us on uh seethroughpanel on either instagram or facebook thank you again to uh snowlocks for supporting the podcast and sending us his comic to review no idea what we're going to be doing next but we'll kind of keep you updated um as to when we're going to be releasing the episode well thanks for listening guys thanks for chatting fed okay see you guys um yeah thanks bye